First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Good evening, afternoon, or morning, depending on when you're listening. It's episode 85 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, featuring me, Steve, and my co-host, Adam. Oh, is that, I'm, I'm supposed to make noises now? Yeah. Hello! Alert the people that you're alive. I am here. <laughs> I am running the red button. And we're also joined by Dennis. What's going on, bugaboos? So, nice. that's the three people for this episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's different yeah. from last week. Yeah, because we only had two last week. Exactly. <laughs> I was taking a nap. Dennis was a sleepy boy, and he didn't want to feel... <laughs> and I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. So, this week, we're celebrating Veterans Day. Yes. Woo-woo. Yes, we are. Yeah. Which is uh, November 11th. Yes. Which, of course, is in correspondence with Armistice Day, which was the end of World War One, which ended November 11th at 11.11 a.m. Neat. Huh. Fun facts. Yes. No, not fun. More educational. Whatever. <laughs> we're also a post-election, so that means we're kind of keeping things on the America theme, and you'll probably catch on from the beers, hopefully by the end of the episode. Yes, and if you haven't, well... Well, it will reveal the theme at the yes. end of the episode if you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our first beer of today's episode or tonight's episode or this morning's episode depending on when you're listening is the Distill Brewery Wild Sour Series Flanders Red. Hmm. Hmm. This of course is a Flanders style red ale which means it's going to be tart borderline sour. So that makes one out of three happy on this show. That would be me. Strong one. Yeah. Yes. Strong one. I am so, a strong one. Is this, <laughs> is this related to Ned Flanders? No. Did he not wear red? No. I can't see. Right. No, he didn't. <laughs> he actually wore green, so that's how you would get it confused. Ah, yes. Oh, you're right. He me. would. Yeah. <laughs> I remember these things now. <laughs> all coming it, back only, to it only took you four episodes to remember I that know. Dennis is red and green. <laughs> I know. You're like, what color is this? I'm like, damn you, Adam. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Literally, Adam, the last three episodes he's brought it up. You've always had a fire joke, yeah. and you've also always said i don't remember <laughs> like <laughs> well i'm catching up now at least at least i'm now i'm starting we, to, we have remember. to start holding remedial episodes <laughs> right what we need Refresher is a, a, a checklist pre-episode <laughs> um some shows do keep a bible of facts like that oh really it's usually for audio drama uh-huh. that is you know actually written and things like that no, we don't have that kind of production value if you want to keep notes for yourself <laughs> no <laughs> okay no we'll just keep reliving this cycle for the rest of our lives <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on episode 86, 
We'll talk about it again. Okay, gotcha. Even if Dennis isn't here, right? We'll still talk about it. Just yeah. bring it up. We'll bring it up. Yeah. Naps randomly come up, so we gotta play that by ear. I'm okay with that. You do understand that, right? Yeah. Naps are an, an important part of life. Oh, they are life. <laughs> naps are life. So, getting back to the other part of life, beer. Beer and naps, yeah. It is uh, Distilled's Wild Sour Series. We talked about that. They're out of normal Illinois. Okay. That's one of them corn-growing states. That's hmm. different from Erie, Indiana? Yes. Or yeah. normal Oklahoma. That was a good show. It was it? <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. I, kinda okay. was. I yeah. mean, it kind of had that 90s charm to it. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely 90s charm. You got to go back on um, <laughs> You got to go back on Prime. I'm pretty sure they have the episodes. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Like, huh. I, I, I want you guys to go deep in the archives for that. You just got to search it. That's mm, giggity, all. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> uh, numbers, 5.9 and 18. Okay. There you go. You figure them out. Yeah. <laughs> you you pull your weight around here, listener. <laughs> Put these where you think they belong. <laughs> it's the equivalent of going to a grocery store and going through the self-checkout. Yes, I would gladly do your job for you. <laughs> <laughs> and pay the same exact price. <laughs> All right, let's crack this open and let's take a look. Uh, pouring it out, you, uh, you could smell it. Cool. It's going to be sour. Oh, shit. Yeah, buddy. Not nerds. <laughs> I'm good with that. Obviously, it's going to have a bit of a cherry taste. Why is it obvious? Because I just read it off the back of the can. Okay. Well, also because it's red. It's red you, and it's tart. Yeah. You assume there's only a couple flavors it can be. Mm-hmm. It's either raspberry or cherry. What about strawberry? Could be strawberry. Could be strawberry. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. So, it's cherry. It's a tart cherry taste. Looking at it, though, you can kind of tell it's cherry and not raspberry or strawberry. Mm-hmm. Just because it kind of has that deep red cherry look like not it's not a black cherry but right right usually a raspberry will have a bit of a softer tone to it yeah this does not have that yeah this is a harsh red this is a ruski red yeah this is this is yeah a brown red mix yeah <laughs> a brown red mix a brown red mix oh yeah um yeah you're right on the nose it's sour yeah i yep. already went in for a taste it's, good luck steve yeah it's not e- <laughs> it's not even tart it's just sour all right. I can tell you that. But that makes sense because that's what it's called. Well, it's true. Here we go. <laughs> hmm. Finally, a beer that I like. Oh. <laughs> After so many weeks of just ordinary beer. You had you fried mean, ice cream stout last week. What are you talking about ordinary beer? <laughs> that's pretty good. Actually, the, the the majority of beers we had last week were pretty good. Yeah. You, you had you had chocolate hazelnut goodness from Evil Genius. Yeah. Oh, man. That damn nap came at the wrong time. <laughs> I'll let you two talk about this because you, uh, you two are obviously not sour fans. And judging by the looks on your faces, that trend continues. Yeah, my review is going to be short. I don't. Love it. I don't think I hate it yet, though. The, the only thing I like about it is the way it looks. It looks very nice, true to what it's called, deep red, or at least what I perceive as deep red. And, uh, yeah, but uh, my likes stop there. Well, I like it. <laughs> I don't I don't like the nose because the nose really announces itself as sour. The, but the, the, the flavor is softer than the nose. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't grab me in the way past beers have i think that the most sour beer i can think of is a sour bikini by evil twin right that's the most sour one i can think of so everything else gets kind of put up against that mm-hmm. this one isn't that bad i just don't think i could drink a bunch of this 
Well, the ones that you don't drink, send them my way. Yeah. <laughs> I do like this beer. Yeah. Uh, this is a legitimate sour beer. Yes, there are tart mm-hmm. beers. Yes, there are the Berliner Weisses that are supposed to be kind of that, that salty, sour taste. But this one is a straight-up sour. It sure is. And it, they call their shot. They call it a sour beer. It's a sour beer. There's no denying it. I could drink more than one of these. Yeah. So the one thing I'll say about this is we've had another one from the Sour Series in a past episode. Yes. With Christine, and I believe that was a raspberry sour. Mm, I but believe it, so. It was from the Wild Sour Series, and that one I didn't completely hate either. I don't completely hate it, but it's not something I would buy for myself. It's not something that I would take voluntarily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if, if somebody said, here, try this, you know, then I do. So here's a question for you. Yeah. Whenever you drink this, do you ever get a pain in your jaw because it's sour? My whole face. No. You don't get that? Uh-uh. But Dennis, you don't? Mm, I get that if I have something sweet when I haven't eaten in a very long time. Okay. That exact feeling. But sour-wise, no. I make a face, and then my lips hurt. <laughs> so for me, for the, the, instead of the sweetness like you get, Dennis, I do that for sours. Mm. Like, if I find something that is truly sour, I'll get that feeling in my jaw. It's kind of, you know, kind of a, not, not quite a clench. But it's I know a, exactly. Yeah. Like a shiver of sorts, yeah. but contained to a small area. Yeah. And that's when I know that a beer is legitimately sour when I get that. And that's that's kind of kind of the breaking point for me. When I get that, it's like, okay, no, this is gonna be this is gonna be <laughs> legitimately sour. I'm, no, not too much. Oh. That's the right uh, amount. He's saying that's oh, perfect. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. So you like that. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like that clinch. <laughs> like a canary in the coal mine, but for sours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get that. I just, my tongue just doesn't like it. <laughs> you don't have to like it. I'm not going to. But that's our first beer of the evening. And I'm oh, going God. to continue to drink it. Yes, we, we got one for Adam. Hooray! Adam, <laughs> Adam can enjoy this beer and he'll tell you all about it. I will. But you can probably guess what's bronze for Dennis and I. You don't know that. We don't know you that. You don't know that. We don't know that, I've but... I've never been so upset. Yeah. If you want to place money now. <laughs> Get your bets in now. <laughs> but we are celebrating Veterans Day. We and are. Dennis is with us and he's a yes. veteran. Yes. Glad to be here. Fun yeah. fun. That's how that's how we get our guests. It's easy guests. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Eight years of my life. Re up your crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or bored. <laughs> bored? Yeah, you know. I got yeah. those going on. What the heck? If I learned anything from the, the bomb disposal movie, uh, The Hurt Locker, mm-hmm. you know, or Jeremy Renner came home and, you know, he was just bored. Huh. He was he, an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, he was tired of going, you know, he tired of going to the grocery store, didn't want to work at Home Depot. And he's like, eh, you know, I'll just go out and get the bombs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> well, quick story on that note. My uh, childhood buddy, Manny, lives out in Scranton now. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a little, shortly after I joined the Army, he joined the Marine Corps. It's funny how he did it. So he went to the mall. He was meeting a uh, young lady for a date. Whatever reason, she never showed up. Her loss, to be honest. Uh, but Manny, you know, we didn't have a whole lot growing up. So he had to uh, start walking home. And it was about probably a two-hour walk to get back to his house. Woof. So a Marine recruiter saw him. He's in, just sparked up a conversation. He was like, how about you come down to my office tomorrow and see, you know, we'll get you, tell you all about it. He's like, no, I don't need to hear about it. You give me a ride home, I will join. Holy shit. Gave him a ride home. <laughs> He, and he did four years of his life in the Marine Corps. Holy shit. <laughs> I, 
feel like Manny needed an Uber. Right. <laughs> oh, this predates Uber. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Uber was around, it would have kept him out of the... <laughs> it all worked out for him. He was a uh, air traffic controller in the Marine Corps. When he got out, he was able to get into the civilian sector as an air traffic controller. Oh, so nice. Manny's set. Do not yeah. feel bad yeah. for yeah. Manny. <laughs> I guess it's just one of those things that you think differently, you know? It's just like, yep. if there was Uber or Lyft. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what could have been... Manny would probably be about 45 pounds heavier and <laughs> just sitting at home. <laughs> He's 90% arms at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually met him at your wedding. Yeah, yeah. he was the one that um, drank a lot. Yeah. But I mean, you're going to have to narrow that people. down. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh, he's the one that. Uh, I think, oh, he pushed my wife's dad out of the way so he could dance with her during <laughs> oh. the father-daughter dance. Okay. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> now that does narrow things down a bit. <laughs> and that's Manny. Right on. So, Adam yes. has also prepared for us some fun beer facts that are also related to the military. So, so prepared is a bit of a misnomer. Adam has. There you go. <laughs> he done got him. I got him. I guess. <laughs> I got him. I guess. I guess. We'll see what what comes up right there. Did you know? This is this is. I for weeks Adam has been throwing a lot of did you knows. Hmm. And uh, if any, nobody's noticed it, I'm giving him an entire segment now <laughs> of did you know? It just just saves you time, Steve. Right. <laughs> it's it's almost a nervous tick at this point. Right. <laughs> just throw it's, that out there. It's kind of like running a dog around to like get him tired to go to bed. <laughs> so now I'm just giving him the chance to like tire himself out, get a lot of did you know? I now. feel like he's having flashbacks that back to his PBS days. <laughs> no. I was never on Antiques Roadshow, uh, or Downton Abbey, um, or Three Two One Contact, we're, we're, we're talking, or Sesame Street. We're talking your days of watching uh, and, and collecting knowledge. Uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Nova. Nova. Yeah. Nova was on there. That was always some good stuff. Nova was good. Did you have the? Uh, we're, we're going off on a tangent. No, for that's a fine. That's what we do here. But um, did you have in your part neck of the woods? Did you have what was his name? And he was like the Star Explorer. And he was like the guy with the mustache. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charlie Rose. No. No, that's not Charlie Rose. That, Charlie Rose was the guy who interviewed people and was charged uh, with uh, sexual harassment. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know what? I blame that on someone else yeah. for all these years. Uh, His name was Jack something. You sure? Charlie Rose? I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Wasn't that like a short 15-minute Yeah, it was show? just a short. Yeah, I remember watching it. Super yeah. late at night, and His then he just did Charlie the star Rose. charts. And yeah. Then, like, the graphics were fucking terrible, and he like would teleport like, himself. Uh, yeah. Yes, he would teleport himself around the screen. This is Alpha Centauri. Let's go. Yeah. Well, to be <laughs> honest, the for the last 30 years, I thought it was Charlie Rose. So well, it was not Charlie it's Rose. It's not Charlie Rose, but no. that's okay. <laughs> I just made up a name. We, I don't even know how we got cable. <laughs> Did you know that George Washington actually uh, benefited from beer when he was with the Continental Army? That was during the Revolutionary War. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the one that uh, started around 1776 there. But one of the things that he did was he always made sure that his encampments were within reach of a supply of beer. Uh, to make sure that his soldiers had that supply available to them throughout the war. Strategic. Yes. Hmm. yes. Smart. You got to make sure that uh, that your soldiers are happy. Keep the rations going. Yep. And speaking of rations, uh, the Continental Congress uh, did not oversee that. And they began to stipulate... Uh, that a soldier's daily ration included either a quart of cider or spruce beer every day. 
Oh. I can get down with that. I wish yeah. we still had those rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I believe that the Navy outlawed alcohol on their ships in 1914. Mm. Really? And, yes. And actually, what they did was they, they obviously had a supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they did was, when it right before that went into effect, they actually threw a big party and invited several countries over to take care of that supply. Oh. Uh, <laughs> had themselves a time. And then a few weeks later, when World War One broke out, uh, they became enemies. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Damn. Oops. Was this party held in international waters? I'd like to think so. Okay. N- rather than just in Annapolis. And- <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And then going down to the Oyster House afterwards. <laughs> uh, we're going to fast forward a lot here to World War II uh-huh. uh, for the greatest generation. Did you know? That there was actually a stipulation during World War II that 15% of all beer produced uh, was produced for the government hmm. in the United States. So, so like the way a lot of factories and stuff were producing weapons. Correct. They also produced beer. Yep. Annual ah. annual production had to go. 15% of their annual production had to go to the troops. True. And uh, one of the ways that they actually delivered it to the front lines was by using spare fuel tanks. And they would drop the spare fuel tanks filled with beer to the front lines. Obviously, since it was a tank, it wouldn't explode or anything. Right. Then you had about 90 gallons worth of beer. Here you go, fellas. Oh. Mission accepted. Yes. Mission accepted. Yes. So, uh, (laughs) World War II actually uh, gave rise to the, I'll, I'll say, mild beers that were very popular in the 70s, 80s, 90s, your Budweiser's, your Cooler's. Your Coors Lights, things like that, because they were very easy to make. They're very mild. They were pretty much the lowest common denominator. Didn't require as many ingredients. Right. Um, they could use cheaper ingredients. Right. I mean, some of them they use rice in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. Rice is cheap as shit. So <laughs> super cheap. So it was uh, it, since it was cheap and easy to make that was able to be sent over to the soldiers. They they drank it and then they kind of began to prefer it right so when they came back home that's what they requested Budweiser was all too happy to give them more talk oh, about duh. a great marketing <laughs> campaign right just didn't give it to you know th- millions of troops and then have them come home and spread it throughout the US <laughs> exactly it's actually very similar to the rise of the British sports car uh, in the United States in the 50s because when several soldiers were stationed over in England, they got used to the, the smaller British sports cars. Mm. And then when they came back over to the U.S., all they saw were big American right. cars. Like, well, we don't have anything like that. Bring them over, bring them over. Something zippy. <laughs> right, exactly. So huh. that that brought brought those along, which eventually gave birth to the Corvette. Interesting. So in a, in a way, uh, World War II and England is responsible for the Corvette. Did you know? No, well, was, I, mean, I feel now. like that was a bonus fact. <laughs> it was a bonus fact. Did you know? <laughs> That's just see that one. See that one was Adam reaching into his pocket of <laughs> known car out. facts. <laughs> yeah, I saw how uh, for you guys out there, he lit up. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I got one. Talking about car facts. Car facts. Actually, that's easy yeah. for him. Yes. Yeah. So the Corvette was actually named after a warship in World War II. A class of warship. That I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I knew. So one of the things uh, back to World War Two, whenever they were able to uh, provide beer in cans, mm-hmm. what they would actually do is they would make sure that the cans were not steel or aluminum. Because uh, the enemy would, would recycle them. I got there. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my war knowledge. <laughs> huh. Well, Interesting. What, what I should say is they would not maintain the bright coloring. Oh, okay. They would actually color them olive drab. 
Mm. That way the enemy couldn't see them, mm-hmm. you know, slugging back on a beer. Yeah. You know, you had, everybody's in camo, and then all of a sudden you see a bright flash. Right, right. The reflection that you would typically have. With yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were able to provide provide it that way. Oh, okay. Man, we used to have our shit together. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> happened in this country? <laughs> we need to figure out when beer stopped being included and find out what happened around that time, and that's what we blame all of our troubles on. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Well, shit, nowadays we should just be putting it in camelbacks for the troops. Well, yeah, we do. That way, hands To free. be fair, we did that on our own. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it, do it for you guys. I'm not saying... Well, like ready-made packs, you just... Yeah. Kind of, just kind of, into, yeah, just, just kind of like a, B, uh, a beer MRE, you know, it's, you know, attached into a little pouch. You just hook it in, you just, you know, your hands free, you know? I like that. That's the most important part. Yeah, they'll free. never let that happen. But <laughs> trust me, we found our own ways. <laughs> what, what about like little pussy, for lack of a better term? Like, what about pussy, like, sessionable beers, or what about O'Doul's? Right. Would they let you do O'Doul's? I thought you were talking about how to smuggle around beer. I was like, Steve, <laughs> where are you going with this? <laughs> That's nature's pocket. <laughs> no, they, there's there's too many crybabies out there nowadays, you mm. know? All right. Can't let anybody have fun when they go to war. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. (laughs) Look, I watched Apocalypse Now, and I know how that USO show went down. (laughs) That's my basis for everything. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a lot of truths in jest. So that's about all I got. So no more did you knows? Oh, I got plenty of those, but nothing beer related. Okay. Nothing beer and army. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) Dennis, do you have any beer and army? Did you knows? Uh... I, the one thing I'll throw out there, so the most common uh, ammunition used is the 5.56 millimeter NATO round. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is so whenever we were fighting with our allies during World War II, we had to have a round that if you know we were with the French and they had ammunition for us using our weapons, we can just take that, pop it in, and just keep going. That makes sense. Standardizing ammunition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Assuming it's wired properly. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I got one more, did you know? I like it. And it's just stealing from one from I came up with, a la- I didn't come up with, but I found out about. Okay. Uh, on the ginger beer episode. Yeah. Did you know that ginger beer was the most popular drink during the Civil War? I did not know that. Yeah, huh. you did. You were here for that episode. I don't remember that. <laughs> there you Which go. Which is a common occurrence. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm- yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Wait, why? Why ginger We're not beer? done, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You Get have, back in here. <laughs> no, no. You you have to go back to that episode. <laughs> ah. I'm not going to go through the entire history and everything. <laughs> why not? It could have been new information for Adam again. <laughs> <laughs> it's new to me again. This is like a Goodwill episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think at that point, Adam, it's like you turning something in the Goodwill and then buying it back next week. That's, That's not how that $4? works. $4? <laughs> Who would ever give this up? It's a steal. <laughs> Wait a second. There's pictures of me in this. Well, it seems Adam is enjoying his distill wild sour. I am. Apparently one out of three ain't bad. Sure. I like it. Screw all y'all. I'm drinking the rest of it. As it warmed up, it got a little more sour for my tastes. Which is good for me. That's good for you. Bad for me. <laughs> and my then lips still hurt. I, I'm more entrenched in Dennis's camp now of... Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's two ucks and one yay yeah that's two ucks and a yay <laughs> <laughs> that's all right I, I mean for the stock there it is 
This is oh, the, this no. is where I have to unleash it. <laughs> I have to play the admiral <laughs> for the style. It's not bad drinking in a sense of it's poorly made. It's just I don't like sour, <laughs> sour bad. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you get you know fruit flavors that mm-hmm. you know they're there, and it's not you know it's not bad in any other way. It's just. Uh-huh. Just not your jam. No sour. Okay. <laughs> Definitely agree with Steve 100%. It stays true to what it says it is. It's a wild cherry sour. It's definitely uh, tasty to some people. Uh, my own personal preference, I would need an adjunct to really counterbalance the sour. You know, like a ghost pepper cherry sour, something like that. Oh, oh, um, oh. To where there's something, you know, balancing it for yeah. me, both it being all sour. This guy's onto something. We <laughs> should bring him thought. back. Yeah, that is a thought. Or we can take him down to somewhere else and, you know, do a collaboration beer. <laughs> Unleash the dentist? Yeah. <laughs> we can make this work. <laughs> we could. I like that. Yeah. Let's, let's write that one down in pen. Okay. <laughs> that one's in pen. <laughs> that one's in pen. There's a couple other in, in pencil that yeah. can be scribbled out. Or crayons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What do you say we take a break? Uh-huh. Um, not get paid. No. This commercial break's always, it's either always Dennis or Tavor. Mm-hmm. I forget which one I put first. I think it's Tavor is our first commercial break. Okay. So they don't pay us, but they do give us beers. So right. it's nice. So, right. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. Bye. We'll be back, Hop Nation. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Tavor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Tavor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark. New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com, Tavor. Welcome back to episode 85 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We haven't revealed the theme, but it is Veterans Day. Yes. If you're listening on Veterans Day. And Otherwise, it it's Friday or Tuesday. Or right. <laughs> Dems is clues. Dems mm-hmm. clues, though, for the theme. So what is the next beer? So the next beer comes to us from Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales out of Dexter, Michigan. And this beer is the Calabaza Blanca. What was that again? Mm, that's the, made up. The Calabaza Blanca. That sounds awesome. And it's an artisan white ale brewed <laughs> with spices. Not only that. I believe it is also barrel aged. Yes, it is aged in oak casks, and it's a brewed with coriander and orange peel. Mmm, tasty. Yes, IBUs, fifteen. Mm. Alcohol, four point eight. Right on. Super was, drinkable. I say there was one word in there that I didn't really like. Coriander. coriander. Yes. Hmm. What is coriander? It's an asshole. Uh. <laughs> Why don't they just call it O-rings? <laughs> <laughs> Brewed with O-rings. <laughs> yeah, Coriander is like only it. an asshole to some people, Dennis. Huh. Yes, about, I can't recall. About 10% like of the population. Yeah. It, it's a, it, <laughs> I love that statistic. <laughs> well, it, 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 for that portion of the population, it, coriander can taste like soap. 
Oh, so it's an actual genetic marker type uh, that he has. You're filled with canaries <laughs> in a coal mine. You got that. I say no you, context. You got there. the you got the jaw twitch <laughs> for sour things. You, <laughs> You're just filled with canaries. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I guess if they kind of fast forward to this point, that wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> Don't skip segment one. <laughs> Adam is bad for birds. He is full of canaries. <laughs> just full of canaries. <laughs> Another T-shirt idea. <laughs> looks delicious so yeah it does look delicious it it's again it's meant to be a white ale it's supposed to be uh it's brewed in belgium's beer blanche tradition okay hmm. so you know brewed as a white ale it's brewed traditionally as a white ale but mm. it was brewed in dexter michigan so right <laughs> it's as not technically as a belgian beer yeah. by watching youtube videos there you go I was able to fix my, my washing machine by watching YouTube videos. Why can't they do that? I had right. no idea you had a washing machine. I do. It's in the basement. You just had never-ending supply of clothes. Well, I do usually buy socks by the gross. I remember my uh, pre-wife days. I wouldn't wash socks. I'd just buy more. <laughs> she put a stop to that. And now my dog has a lot of toys. <laughs> Dennis, you know these can be reused, right? <laughs> I guess. Or... <laughs> or... <laughs> So yeah, the, this beer does look delicious. Though it, uh, it's pale. Mm-hmm. It's very pale. It has a nice lacing to it on the head. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, honestly, head is kind of minimal. Yeah. And there is some lacing, but it's certainly not a big floofy head. No, it's not big and floofy. But you know, it's uh, what little there is is sticking around. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. It definitely has a tart crispy smell in the nose which i think pulls back to that traditional belgian mm. white ale yeah either that or you didn't clean out your glass from the last segment <laughs> no it is, it is meant <laughs> it to have it i was like uh-oh <laughs> now at least professionals we did that <laughs> smell the bottle <laughs> and you'll get the same thing <laughs> it, even the bottle says it's meant to have a refreshingly tart flavor mm. but with a dry finish oh. uh. okay wonder if that means they use maybe something along the lines of some of that champagne yeast that's out there. Maybe. Living that brute life. Yeah. Or they just have specially developed Abbey yeast that they got from monks or something. Could be. You don't at know the top, that. At the top of a mountain. You don't know that Abbey made it. <laughs> Could have been anybody. Ignoring. Ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how not to acknowledge Adam. I just have to. <laughs> If Kelsey was here, that would be an, oh, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) At least she says it so endearingly. (laughs) That's that's her version of a Southerner's, bless your heart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's something you say to someone that's just like chewing on a tire. (laughs) Like you feel bad for them, but they're also not hurting anyone, so you don't stop them. (laughs) Guess. All right. Guess. Use four canaries. (laughs) Hmm, like yeah, that. that's the level of tartness I can handle. Anything yeah. past that, it's too much for me. We've now dialed it back <laughs> to a level that Dennis and I enjoy. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's certainly way back. That doesn't mean it isn't enjoyable because this is still a very good beer. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does have notes of soap. Oh, you still... for you? <laughs> yeah, for me. For a little you, bit. that's interesting. A little bit. That's just his broken jeans. Mm-hmm. Nope, I get snow soap. Yeah, I get a little bit of it on the on the tip of the tongue. Not as bad as others that we've had. Right. But yeah. So it might be light on the coriander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it, it, it I don't know. It just satisfies everything it said it was going to be. It's a white ale. It's a little bit tart. It gets a little bit of orange. 
All and in all, not bad. Yeah, all in all, not bad. Does have a dry finish, but it's not dry your mouth out dry. Right. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, and that's done. <laughs> and we move on. Yeah, and we move on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, definitely really crispy. I enjoy this guy. I could probably have one after cutting the grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this could also be passed off as a fancy dinner beer. Yes. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like trying to impress the in-laws. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, it's really smooth. I think maybe if you didn't present the bottle, not that the bottle art is bad or anything like that. It's it just, just misleading. Yeah, and it doesn't look like classy. Like you need like gold foil and right. You need the little the, uh, the bottle itself looks classy. It looks nice. Like the style yeah. of uh, yeah, bottle. It's, it's a good bottle, but it also needs that um, it needs the wire like corky the key thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, the wire cork. Yeah, yeah, it needs all that. It, need, it needs a little more pomp and circumstance to mm-hmm. to pass off. You know, visually as a, as a fancy beer, right? But not enough pomp. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. It's Pride a fun of beer. Dexter, Michigan. <laughs> I enjoy this. Yes, agreed. Yes. All right. For this segment, we're bringing back something that's a pretty common occurrence on this show. It's uh, We're going to review and talk about a TV show and or piece of media that Adam hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not Jeopardy or Law & Order. Right. Or Family Guy reruns. <laughs> is, that, is that literally all you watch? I mean, for the most part. No Rick and Morty? Nah. I don't mind it. Uh, I've seen it. I don't yearn for oh, it. Oh, don't review it. People out there still like you. <laughs> <laughs> if they hear you don't like Rick and Morty, they're going to be marching on Washington. <laughs> yeah, really, like, in that case, you should have just remained like, uh, you know, a Schrodinger's cat. Mm-hmm. Just don't reveal whether or not you watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> I am aware of the show. See, don't Period. even say that. Don't even say that. Oh. Just say nothing about it. Oh, well, no, I usually don't. <laughs> yeah. Steve's like, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, just stop talking about it because... Just in general, just yeah. stop talking. <laughs> yeah, just because people who are fans of the show can be, you know, toxic and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Oh. And people who aren't fans of the show can be toxic and obnoxious. So it's just best to never talk hmm. about whether or not you watch that show. Just step outside the arena. Right. <laughs> don't even show, don't even show up. Exactly. Like you that. you were perfectly fine, Adam, and now you've tainted the experiment by letting us know the cat is dead. <laughs> so I wonder if the cat's dead, cat's dead. Oh, yeah. damn it. It's I'm been going a, it's been observed. <laughs> now, something I do know you haven't seen though, which is you know kind of probe this segment. Mhm is making a murderer that is correct you haven't seen that right dennis and i have though great yeah <laughs> so you two talk about it. i'm gonna go have a beer so so this is <laughs> this is your chance to get all your questions answered okay as far as we know <laughs> without giving up three weeks of your life yeah <laughs> understood so how many episodes is this well show because uh, i understand it's on the netflix right it's on the netflix 20 yeah there's 20 Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should have gotten more confident. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 20? Yeah. Be more confident. Yeah. There's two seasons, uh, 10 parts per season. Okay. Yeah. Nothing's solved. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right. We we, we all watched that uh, Tom Segura animation video. Oh, yes. And basically. Oh, man. If you haven't, watch it. Yeah. Check it out. Like, search on YouTube. Just search Tom Segura making a murderer. It's probably (laughs) the funniest three minutes. And then it'll save you a lot of time because <laughs> because after season two, it's the same thing as season one. <laughs> so is it the same murderer or is it a whole other? Case? No, same oh, murderer. Yes, following the same person. All right. So is this is this fiction? Is this nonfiction? Nonfiction. Is this based on nonfiction? No, this is a real life occurrence. Yeah, it's the truth. Okay. This, this, is, this is just like the staircase. Mm. Okay. 
And so, a lot of the events coincided in real time. So right? this is this is a a how do I want to put this documentary style presentation rather yes. than yep. a yeah. I would agree with a that. drama series yeah it's style a doc- presentation it's, yeah it's documentary style and it's not even dramatized like unsolved mysteries used to be gotcha how they would. You yeah, know, film oh, right. it's legit film, right? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. What went down? Straight up documentary. They couldn't afford Robert Stack. I get that. Well, <laughs> most people can't right now. <laughs> I think you need Jeff Bezos money to get that uh, Robert Stack back. So. <laughs> That's what we call it, stackbacks. <laughs> stackbacks. I would like paid in stackbacks, please. That stackback. <laughs> I'll give you a brief overview of the case. Mm-hmm. Of how we've come to where we are. How we are making said <laughs> yeah. murderer. Yeah, how they made a murderer and how we're two seasons deep. <laughs> Step one, get all your ingredients together. Right. <laughs> so the first ingredient is a bunch of dumb, ugly people from Wisconsin. <laughs> Woof. A bunch of junkyard people is essentially what they are. <laughs> junkyard you know people. Junkyard people. You know people. what they remind me of? Hmm. Hobbits from Lord of the Rings. Like they, like they all shared the ring though, and yeah. they all got warped <laughs> under a mountain together. <laughs> they, it's weird. Yeah, they they all well, seem to be aff- afflicted <laughs> with the same face. <laughs> okay, yeah. for a reason. Yes. Yeah. yeah the, gotcha. Yeah, the same real close family there. Yeah, there's a real close family that's revealed. <laughs> okay. All right. It is revealed that they uh, their family tree does not branch well. Oh. <laughs> or far. <laughs> or far. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Uh. There's a yeah, there's a lot of dumb and ugly in that and they also marry and have kids with dumb and ugly. And that came out. Yeah. Oh, it's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Again, no just, dramatization. No. Yeah, no dramatization. It just is and then despite the Wisconsin accent, uh you can also just listen to them speak and realize you know, don't let the accent throw you off because there is a lot of, you know, hey, what? And, you know, whatever. Which I actually like that. That's fun. That's the fun yeah. part is everybody speaks in that funny accent. Gotcha. <laughs> we went down to the, you know, uh, garage and then we went to the junkyard and then the Avery's, you know, they had the RAV4 on their property. <laughs> no, that's actually, that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. It just, just obnoxious. There's one woman on the witness stand and just the way she says RAV4. Oh, man. It's just, I found the RAV4. The RAV4. I think that's why I left the room and I had to get a beer. I was resigned to not drinking that night. <laughs> but anyway, back to the beginning. It all starts back in the 80s with one of these junkyard people, Stephen okay. Avery. All right. And basically the entire family, if you know junkyard people, they're all kind of like outside of the law in a yeah. way. You know, they're, they're scummy. I'm sorry. And, and people <laughs> just let them do whatever. Yeah. You know, as long as they don't bother anyone, they mm. just let them go. Yeah. They, they basically set up that, you know, this family kind of lives outside of the community. Gotcha. You know, they have their scrapyard and that's it. They live in the back 40. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And when they do come out into the community, it's usually to cause trouble. Gotcha. And that's who the Stephen Avery character was. Okay. He was a troublemaker about town. And at some point just in the 80s. Just small stuff. Nothing yeah, crazy. Just, yeah. Just petty small, crimes. Petty yeah. crimes. But, you know, being a jerk off. <laughs> and then obviously fighting within the family. That's the one thing I noticed. They all have that mentality of when you fight with your family. Like, it's okay if you get violent or, you know, point guns at each other and shit like that. <laughs> because they don't view the law as applying to that. They see it all as internal. F- it's all family struggle. Right. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. But he, he, you get what I'm getting I at. I do. Yeah. I do. And we all kind of know families like that. Mm. that like, uh, But what happens is Stephen Avery gets charged with a rape. Okay. 
Uh, this woman is uh, attacked and sexually assaulted on a beach uh, not too far from the their property. Like, it's within drivable distance. Okay. And through shitty police work, really, mm-hmm. he winds up getting convicted of the crime. Okay. He spends 18 years in jail, but the whole thing is he didn't fit the description that the uh, the, the victim provided. Mm-hmm. He, they just knew that he was trouble around town, and then they produced a, you know, a sketch from... A photo of him. Okay. Oh, <laughs> which isn't what you do. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you take you make a sketch from eyewitness testimony, not going bad. Yikes. Let me cheat. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, admittedly, they he they eventually do find the real rapist because while he's in jail, this guy is still, still raping. Yeah, oh, he's still okay. raping and attacking women. Yikes! In basically the same place. Uh huh. In the same way. Yeah. Oh. Like, nobody thought that nobody's think. like, well, what about this guy? Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, that guy seems to have an MO. <laughs> if, if I recall, um, they even had testimony that the sheriff said, I'm going to get you. Like, right. before before any of that even went down, oh, wow. law enforcement yeah. already had it out for him, you know. Because he was, he was trouble around town, mm-hmm. you know, his whole family was. So, I think yeah. it was uh, the advancements in DNA testing right. was when they found out it, he had nothing to do with okay. it. Okay. Yeah, what it was, what, what exonerated him and freed Stephen Avery from prison originally was that they found a pubic hair and then they matched it to the DNA of this guy that was already in the system gotcha. from other crimes. And they go, oh, that's our actual rapist. Right. So he's freed. Okay. He comes home in 2003 mm-hmm. and he starts the proceedings to sue the ever-loving shit <laughs> out <laughs> Which, of this small, poor community. Really. Okay. <laughs> but for their shoddy work and taking 18 years of his life, he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was something to the tune of $36 million. Okay. So, yeah. What happens in the meantime between two, the, his release and 2005 is this woman is murdered. Okay. And she disappears on October 31st and isn't technically found till I believe, November 6th, 7th, or 8th. Okay. In and around that time. Because what they find, what they wind up finding is they find, um, they find her Rav 4. Her raw four is discovered on the Avery's scrapyard property. Okay, and uh, her uh, her bones are found in a burn pit behind in the St- gravel a- yard. Yeah, it was fu- yeah it was found in a burn pit behind Avery's house. It's found in a burn barrel in his neighbor's um, yard. Okay, which is also his sister. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Or aunt, I don't know. No, no, it's a sister. Yeah. I was making a family. Oh, joke. well, it could be oh. both. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sister aunt. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're right there, Dennis. It is sister aunt. <laughs> uh, and then it's also found on the county property. They find bones on the county property. Okay. Of there's a quarry. Oh, all so, right. So there's, so he tried to spread everything out. Maybe. Oh, that's oh. not the theory. Okay. All right. So the whole the whole thing is. The reason why they're trying to fight the case is because a lot of the evidence is found weirdly. Okay. So like poor I, logs. Yeah, poor, poor logging. Taken. So so the weirdness is found in when they find the bones. They've already searched the burn pit a couple times. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then the bones turn up. Like the third time. Why wasn't it there yeah. the first couple times you looked? Okay. They find 
a key to the RAV4. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it. That <laughs> That's way. fine. Yeah. They find a key to the RAV4 in his trailer, but it's the third time after they've already looked. Okay. They find, you know, a bullet that they think was used in her murder in his garage, but there's no other DNA evidence of her right. being anywhere in his house or in his garage. And the gentleman that owned the property before the Avery's, he used to fire the same weapon, same ammunition out there. He said thousands of rounds right around that garage. So odds are it could easily be oh, one of those rounds. Okay. Yeah. He said something like he fired off five or six pricks. Oh. Yeah. Which he said is about 500 rounds of prick. <laughs> and he was just basically either shooting at his own property, <laughs> including bottles. his garage. Right. Yeah. Bottles, targets, chipmunks, groundhogs, whatever. Mm. Place is riddled with bullets. Yeah. There's there's casings everywhere. <laughs> you can't not find casings and bullet pieces. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so this goes on and all of the DNA evidence that's found linking, the, linking Stephen Avery to the crime is really suspect okay because it doesn't show up and this is what you get into in season two season one is all about kind of they're trying to stoke the fires Mm -hmm. that the cops planted evidence to really pin it on him okay because they do know that uh the victim Teresa hallbach was at stephen avery's property and he's one of the last people to see her alive okay she was an auto trader um photographer oh okay so she would regularly go out to his yeah. property to take early pictures 2000 of what... so that yeah. was a yeah. thing okay there's still auto traders <laughs> well i mean you can't flag someone off the street with a camera and take pictures and right you know. <laughs> but that's what her job was you know just getting flagged down or getting called to the property and mm-hmm. obviously there are hustle scr- shots yeah Hustle, hustle shots. Hustle well, shots. If it's not something where the manager of the company will call you and say, Adam, I need you. This person put in a requisition. You need to go there and take photos. Hustle shots. You're actually driving and someone either knows you in the community and says, hey, can you do some of this? I want to get this posted. So gotcha. we'll stop. And there was no record of hustle shots. So I got gotcha. you. You could do okay. whatever you want. Yeah. It's like total freelancer stuff, but oh, you okay. could sell it. It's like Peter Parker stuff. Gotcha. You take pictures of the cars and you turn it into auto trader and then you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, but that's what her job was. And she, she was last seen taking pictures of a van on Stephen Avery's property. Okay. Like what she admitted to. Like, yeah, she came by to do this. Right. Like I called her and she came over, but he, he's fighting that the evidence. Mm-hmm. Is, and he said he watched her leave. Like she right. left. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that season one kind of start and put people in, you know, put in people's minds was that the evidence was planted by the cops because the cops, one, had, you know, a grudge against him. Mm-hmm. And, and track record of already putting him in jail when he didn't do anything. Right. <laughs> right. And two, he was trying to get $36 million out of them. Right. And by him going to jail again, that actually stopped that process. Which makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of that. Season two gets a little more flight of fancy. Okay, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, the he gets a new lawyer, and this lawyer is uh, Kathleen Zellner, and oh, yeah. she is a real shark. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Her only she only takes cases where you know she tries to get people out of prison. Mm-hmm. She has the best track record in North America. And um, on top of that, she straight up, straight up asked him, if you did this, I'm going to find out. Right. Like, my job is to find the truth, not to get you out. Right. If you didn't do this, I'll get you out. But if you did do this, that's I'm just going to build a better case so that way you'll never get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's a real shark. Uh, she gets into it, though, that, like she starts connecting a lot of dots 
and I think this is more for the show and for kind of the flight of fancy. Like the the conspiracy against him gets a lot bigger. Okay. Than it needs to. She starts connecting like ex boyfriends to the cops, and she also starts uh, blaming uh, of other family members of his. Okay. And I mean, it's... It, and it, his previous lawyers as right, well right. for not getting um, a DNA specialist. Like, why would you not do that when that's part of the evidence? Right. A specialist would have been able to easily prove that everything was planted. I got you. But for no reason, not even cost. Like, that wasn't even a reason. I, did they ever actually say why they didn't get a specialist? The, they really didn't. I think it was more alluded to that they didn't have the time to do it. Because he did have a little bit of a payout in money. Like, he had something like almost a half a million dollars, which is why mm-hmm. he was able to hire those two top attorneys Okay, to do to try his case in the beginning. I just don't think they had the time okay. to really do everything. And then there was also evidence withheld by the prosecution. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which comes out towards... That's like the big bombshell okay. of season two is that there was some... Like, there was a lot of evidence withheld, and one of the biggest things was, like, the computer records of Stephen Avery's nephew. Okay. And he had some real fucked up stuff oh, on his computer. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, mutilations. Oh. Ooh. Bestiality. Yeah. Ooh. Like, it all came out. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Something shit a psychopath would have. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. It's possible... And I actually theorized this. I felt real smart about myself. I gave myself a little gold star. But I was in season one. And I was like, oh, I bet his fucking nephew did that shit. And then that's the theory proposed in season two. Gotcha. So I felt extra smart. There you go. <laughs> uh, whether or not that's all how it went down. So is there a conclusion to this? No, not yet. Okay. Is there going to be a conclusion? Well, after they make enough money off of Netflix, probably. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. It's it, it's possible. He's the, still in jail. Yeah, he's still in jail. And then the other side of it was um, he, his other nephew, Brendan. Okay. Yeah, his his he has a bunch of nephews. Right. I watch but, wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one on the Tom Segura video that goes. You watch wrestling? Gotcha. All right. So I'm good. stupid. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, this kid was like 16 years old. And he has an IQ of 70. Oh my. And yeah. the, the the cops coerced. They basically coerced. Fed uh, him information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they got him to confess that oh. him and Stephen killed this woman. Oh, okay. And the manner he confessed, again, this is back to the evidence, that he confessed that like they stabbed her and raped her and all this shit in Stephen's bedroom, and then they took her out and shot her in the yard, and then he changed it to the garage. But the, oh, yeah, but the everything is, was changed three right, or four times yeah. until they heard what they wanted to hear. Right. Gotcha. But the thing is, with all that, there's no, there's absolutely no DNA evidence to support any of that. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. conjecture at this yeah. point. Like if you like if you stab somebody a bunch of times like they he said they did like they'll bleed everywhere. Right, there's yeah. <laughs> gonna be a trace. Yeah, there's gonna be a trace. But um, they they got this confession out of him, and then they used the confession to help convict Stephen, and they convicted him on first degree murder despite having no physical evidence tying the nephew to anything. Oh wow. Yeah, and they just like constantly keep fighting this confession. That is obviously coming from somebody who's slow and was fed information mm-hmm. and was told, like, hey, you know, just be honest and we'll help you out. 
Right. Yeah. And like his mom wasn't even present at the uh, interrogation either. Yeah, oh, they they that's... did everything just with him, and the mom was there. She was just outside. I don't. Th- I think they did something where they wouldn't let her in. Yeah. Or they also tricked her into saying, "Hey, we just need to do this. This is better for him. Let it oh, just wow. be us." Like she's really... not really smart either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and her husband isn't. Well, the, the father of Brendan is a real dumb dumb too. So. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just it's cards stacked against these people right yeah. right but yeah interesting yeah it's really interesting i feel like it, it the the thing about season two and it's the same thing that happens with all of these true crime documentaries mm-hmm. like there's the paradise lost series okay and it actually has something very similar in which one of the kids is low iq okay and he's also a child and they coerce the confession out of him and okay. that sent him and his two friends to jail. Oh, jeez. Right. And they none of them did it. <laughs> right. But the thing you get into, like, after the trial, you get to learn how, like, really dogged the state is. Yeah. About about admitting they're wrong. Oh, okay. And that Real they shady. don't. Right. <laughs> the prosecutor was found out that he was on a bunch of different narcotics. Like, he was addicted. Oh, shit. There, he yeah. was... Uh, Sexually harassing women. Yeah, his, his employees... <laughs> Like underneath him. So he's being a scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this dude, oh, that Ken Kratz has got the most oh, punchable face. Man, I know. That I just want to hit him. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was playing off of, um, so I thought it was really interesting how the series impacted real life. Like people saw season one. Now there's all these protests all over the place, people riding oh, people. Like it was crazy to see how the series actually impacted the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ken Kratz, after he had had to resign, there's no way around it. Like right. they had documented text messages of him being a sleazeball. Oh wow! You know, and uh, now he came out with a book. He's holding random press conferences because Netflix is really blowing this up. Everyone's right. now taking notice. And he's just taking advantage of it. Jeez, yeah, it's just insane. You really should watch. I guess I should yeah. jump it's, in. It's on really that. good. Okay, you should, you should check it. Just give up at least a week of your life <laughs> okay you'll knock out two seasons by the time that's done you'll probably have season three will be out <laughs> all right all right i'll have to jump in on that then yeah you really should it, it's it's really good it's infuriating my favorite thing though and it especially happens in season two is anytime that fuck face ken kratz is on the screen oh, God. They start playing ominous music. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, political campaigns, what they do when they're about to bash someone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. It's just, it's just really subtle, but you'll hear the music change anytime he's on the screen. And it just tells you how much like the, the, the documentary makers and him yeah. like just have butted heads over right. doing this. Yeah. Make him look like an asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, Even though he's already doing a good enough right. job himself. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he is a scumbag, but they just really turn him out on this one. It's yeah, great. it's great. Nice. But honestly, he's probably rich now. Probably sold tons yeah. of his books. Yeah, yeah. Bastard. He got ri- he got rich off of fighting with yeah. them. So, Jeez, oh man. Yeah, but no, they they both uh, both Stephen Avery and uh, Brendan uh, Dassey sit in jail hmm. as to this of right day. Now. Yeah, oh, to this Stephen day. Avery became like a rock star. He, <laughs> he was like all these women were writing him, oh, and uh, he yeah. started dating some of them, and insane yeah That's one ridiculous. one one tricked him into thinking like that she loved him uh-huh. and mm-hmm. then she wound up on dr phil which like, is what she wanted that type of shit. attention and then she broke off the engagement on dr phil yeah what yeah yeah what she, she's asshole. a real piece of shit yeah yeah he's an asshole yeah, yeah. definitely gotta watch it it's worth it. okay it's worth it. yeah I'll have to it's, jump worth it. on it's, this. it's entertaining and it's interesting season two i actually think is really 
uh, interesting for just learning about kind of the process mm-hmm. of, you know, appeals and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I didn't know it was that yeah. involved. Okay. It's insane. Yeah. And it shows, like, the state could be assholes and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, right. even when the federal government approved different appeals, the state was like, man, nah, we don't want to. Yeah, we're not going to do yeah. that. Yeah, and you can't tell us what to do. Wow. Which was somewhat accurate because he's in a state prison, not a federal prison. So mm-hmm. federal government they can't, can't walk right. in there and take him. Yeah, huh. yep. you haven't had to check it out then. Yeah, it's 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 worth your time, I think. Sweet. Even though there's no resolution yet. Right. Yet. <laughs> yet. I don't know. You fucking figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Netflix. good. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> so what do you think we talk about this beer from Jolly Pumpkin? The Calabaza Blanca. Yes, I like this beer. I liked it too. Dennis. Did you like Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> no, it was it was really good. I can have multiple of those at four point eight percent, fifteen IBUs. It's a really smooth drinker, um, and it's refreshing. It is. I think it's refreshing. I also think you can pass it off as fancy. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's this aged is... in oak barrels. That's fancy. <laughs> got to Just gotta get Steve a cork and a wire cap to put That's on. That's right. Top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can you know hide it elsewhere. <laughs> I just have to get it to the glass. If I can get it to a snifter, I'm good. That looks classy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're in good shape with that. As yeah. long as you bring your top hat and monocle. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I just can't see. I just can't let people see me. You know, pop a you know pop a cap i have to pull up a cork yeah (laughs) unless they're talking that trash then you pop a cap oh i like that (laughs) (laughs) and you stash a rare four on the avery (laughs) (laughs) we just down here popping caps (laughs) (laughs) all right what do you say we take a break and we'll reveal the theme yes Mm. we'll be back well ladies and gents welcome to lady bitch time lady bitch time is a program invented by me your lady Uh, not so much. I am like the most extreme tomboy on this planet. But that aside, this program was invented to bitch about whatever the fuck I am feeling like at this moment in time. You can bitch with me. In fact, in the future, I will be bitching about something that you need to bitch about. Who knows? I'm your host, Amanda. And new episodes will be airing every Tuesday on the Pew Pew Audio Network. So stick around, bitches. Welcome back to episode 85 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm joined with Adam and Dennis. What, yeah. what? They still here? Yeah, we didn't walk away. No, they didn't leave. we're back. <laughs> I didn't murder them <laughs> and then get framed for said murder, <laughs> which is appreciated. Murder garage. Murder garage. Isn't that on the Velocity Network? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just like turning garages into uh, death traps. <laughs> <laughs> also Plastic. known as Pittsburgh housing system. <laughs> Plastic sheeting everywhere. <laughs> Yo, dog, we heard you like spikes, so we put a bunch of spikes <laughs> all over the go. <laughs> and bear traps, because, yeah. you know, bears are a problem. <laughs> and then we got this TV with the Xbox One hooked up. <laughs> Come on in. Just don't trip and fall. <laughs> So, by the way, this is the Xavier Grimble episode. Oh, your Sporty Man reference yes, for the day. Yes, we had to get that covered. <laughs> Who dat? Uh, tight end for the Stillers. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Huh. It's a local reference, so Xavier Grimble, this is your episode. Congratulations. <laughs> you, you won. You, been, you made it. I've been waiting for that reference. You don't know how much I look forward to <laughs> every episode. <laughs> Sweet release. Sweet release. <laughs> All right. Well, Dennis has our third beer of the evening, so I'll turn it over to him to introduce... All right, all right, all right. Right, right. So this next beer is coming from Decadent Ales. It is a blueberry creamsicle. It's a that's a double uh, IPA brewed with blueberries and Madagascar vanilla beans. Those are expensive. 
It is a 8.6%, so it should be uh, super tasty. It's uh, made with dry hot mosaic um, to pair very well with those blueberries and Madagascar vanilla beans. So I'm mm. looking forward to jumping into this guy and seeing what we've got. Now, you said double IPA, but sure did. this is definitely going to be a right. lie IPA. You also said decadent. Right. You also said decadent and creamsicle in the, in the description. <laughs> I believe we did the orange a few episodes back, we, or yeah. 20 episodes back, whatever. We have had Decadent on, <laughs> yeah. on before. Uh, we know anytime they say IPA, it's not. <laughs> right. Although I will say, uh, with it coming out of the can, I can smell the hops a little bit. Well, that's a good sign. That's not overshadowed with diabetes. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I can also smell the blueberry. Well, that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's good. <laughs> right. And I haven't even sniffed it yet. I can just, it's just at the table, I can smell it. <laughs> so looking at it, it's a pretty much an opaque. Yeah. 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 It, it's opaque. It has a little blue tinge to it from the blueberries. A touch. Touch of a tinge. Uh, the uh, the head, uh, nice and fluffy here. Yeah, big fluffy head on it. Yeah, white, fluffy head. Uh, sticking around a little bit longer than uh, the other beers we've had here tonight. Yeah. So I can dig on that. Looks wonderful. It does. Very picturesque beer. On the nose. Yeah, I get the hop. Definitely get the mosaic. Yeah. Yeah, I get the hop. It smells, and it's probably because, I mean, obviously it uses the same hop, but the Fulton 300 uses mosaic hops. So (laughs) that's a good sign for you. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) I mean, I think I like the mosaic hop. That might be my go-to. Okay. That and the Azaka. I like both of them. But hey, I'm living that fuggle life. I understand. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying when I'm in Fug and Fuggle. <laughs> That's right. Fug life. Fug, Fug life. life. Oh my goodness. I'm making that into a t shirt. <laughs> We're already ahead of you. No. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> Don't steal our trade. <laughs> I'm so torn about what I'm gonna taste with this because it's a creamsicle, but it's also a double IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Quote unquote. Quote, quote. Find out. Yes. <laughs> Let's do that. Oh. daddy likes that aftertaste is really sweet so that is certainly a a full-bodied beer yeah that is a a healthy malt someone call it thick yeah the double c (laughs) yeah like oatmeal Mm. but no oatmeal but no oatmeal yeah but blueberries yeah which go in oatmeal Hmm. (laughs) and you need that vitamin c because you know scurvy because scurvy (laughs) Yeah, that's a really thick beer, and there's a real sweet vanilla blueberry aftertaste to it. But I do get the hops on, you know, drinking just drinking right. it. Yeah, I definitely get yes. a punch in the face of hops up front. I wonder what the IBUs are. They didn't really come out and say it. They're bullshit. Probably in the forties, I guess. Forty, the early fifties. Let's go forty-six. I was that's thinking more like a forty-eight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dennis. You're the betting, betting's closed. Uh, betting is closed. All right. <laughs> I'll abstain, but I'll say 66. Ah, you're the you're the arbiter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I right. will say 66. So I this think. is, this uh, is happening fan. live for you folks at home watching this in the future. The future. Dennis, you said 48. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Adam, you said 46. Correct. And I said 66. Correct. Closest without going over is Dennis. Ooh, what is oh. it? At 55 IBUs. Daggum. Well done. Mm. <laughs> I did say late 40s to early 50s. You did. You did. You, <laughs> you called that. that. My you were, IBUs are, you know, on point. 
your your palate is well tuned. <laughs> That's my canary. <laughs> <laughs> I be using the Fox Voter range. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is a blueberry, not a red berry. Oh, okay, my bad. What that was do? Still, that was so funny. That's like, a little bit of political humor <laughs> after the elections. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this beer does not control Texas. But to be fair, nothing controls Texas. Nothing controls <laughs> Texas. That's why you can't mess with Texas. <laughs> you can't mess with Texas. Texas is wild as fuck. <laughs> so yeah, I dig this beer. It's not as oh, sweet. It's not as sweet as some of the other things we've had by them. And I get more hop flavor than I remember from getting on the orange. And I think maybe because the orange is already in that citrus hop area. Mm. You know, you, you kind of overpowers it a little bit. Right. Yeah, it may be hard to differentiate that. between what's mm-hmm. orange and what's hop. This definitely takes the hop. Right. It's there. So uh, that's that's where I'm kind of conflicted because, yes, it's supposed to be a blueberry cream sickle. Yeah. But it's also a double IPA. Yeah. So we, if I'm looking at it from the cream sickle perspective, it's not that great. If I'm looking at it from the double IPA perspective, yeah, it's hitting the marks. Yeah. So, you know, I can bitch, but I can't bitch at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to bitch. <laughs> well, if you don't know what to do, we'll just move on. Okay. Give you time to think about it. Okay. But for now, we're going to do some Thanksgiving recipes. It's been a while since we did recipes on the show. That's true. It's been at least four episodes. It's been way longer it's than... been 16 episodes. I, 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 not homebrewing <laughs> recipes. I mean, right. like... Adam, how's your concept of time work? <laughs> it's a circle. <laughs> time is a flat I circle. that's probably all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So. Lincoln Lawyer. Lincoln Lawyer. <laughs> Sean McConaughey. McConaughey. We take a flashbacks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting all wavy in here. Sean McConaughey. All right. McConaughey Bay. McConaughey. McConaughey Bay. <laughs> so what I've asked my cohorts to do is prepare some Thanksgiving meals or side dishes. It's a recipe of some sort that involves craft beer. Mm-hmm. We've done this in the past. And this is going to help you prepare for a year Turkey Day celebration. <laughs> this is ahead of time. We're forward thinking for for a change. Uh, I have one. Dennis, you have one. Yep's. Adam, you have yes. something? As okay. long as I don't go first. Okay. So Adam will not go first. Dennis, would you like to go first? I'll leave it up to you. I as well go. Okay. All right. So the recipe that I, you know, critically researched for many, many minutes uh, to locate and procure can be found on the Home Brewers Association website. They actually had uh, eight really unique recipes made out of craft beer. So the one I chose, and I will be making this this uh, Thanksgiving, is the White Rascal Turkey Stuffing. White Rascal being a delicious uh, craft beer from Avery Brewing Company. So prep time. 30 minutes total cook time two and a half hours so uh, your ingredients include two french baguettes cut into one inch cubes four teaspoons of unsalted butter one half stick two cups of yellow uh, onions diced up two cups of celery two granny smith or fuji apples your choice fuji apples fiji fiji i don't know fuji 
No, Fuji apple. Yeah, it, Fuji. I've never heard of a Fuji yeah, apple. Yeah, those really. are the really deep red ones, right? No. I don't know apples. No. The, I don't either. No. I can't remember the last time I had fruit that wasn't a pie, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Macintosh is the really deep red one. Fuji apples are, they, they kind of have a blended skin, which is like yellow and red. They're one, okay. of, they're one of the softest and sweetest apples. Oh, I've heard oh, of Fuji oh. cameras, but never Fuji apples. Huh. Well, I shall continue on. Okay. Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> no worries. Fuji apples. Apple facts. <laughs> also diced, the more you know. <laughs> Half cup of dried cranberries, two teaspoons flat leaf parsley chopped, uh, 11, no, one and a half teaspoons, not 11 divided by two teaspoons. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of asshole recipe? <laughs> I was like, 11 divided by two, you couldn't, couldn't just say 5.5? <laughs> Three cosine. <laughs> <laughs> so one and a half teaspoons rosemary mints, two teaspoons kosher sugar, one half teaspoon ground pepper, one half cup roasted almonds chopped, one and one and a half uh, cups of white rascal. So that sounds like... A at least what would you guys say half a bottle half a cup is four ounces so uh, bo- third a bottle. A bottle wait, th- wait one and a half cup one and a half cups would be six ounces Mm. Yeah, because if half, a cup's four. half cup is oh, four, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he said one cup was four. No, yeah, no, half cup is four. Is Twelve uh-huh. ounces. Yeah, so also a bottle of White Rascal. So, uh, but we all know you're not going to go out and just get one bottle. True. Get a six pack, damn straight, or a four pack, however many they gives you, and then go ahead <laughs> and drink the rest. <laughs> but uh, so, did you guys want to post this recipe? on social media platforms. I mean, we'll probably put a link up to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially since you said the Brewers Association has a whole bunch. Right, We'll yeah. give them credit. Yeah. We'll give them awesome. credit where credit's due, but, you know, now the world is more aware Yes, that they have these things to make your Thanksgiving better and beerier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you can tell, everything on the ingredients list, I mean, it's nice and easy. Take a trip down to your local uh, supermarket. Grab some of those uh, ingredients, grab some of the beers, and you'll be able to find the step-by-step recipe posted on HopNationUSA.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. We're on the dot com. That actually sounds really good. Yeah, I'm definitely making this and putting it in the whole way inside of my belly. I'd totally be into that. I, yeah. I, I like White Rascal, so mm-hmm. why not? Why wouldn't you like it in a stuffing? Just why not do it? And that's <laughs> actually a lot of beer to go into a recipe. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I can already tell that that's going to actually have the taste. It's not a drop just so you can say it was made out of right. beer. It's enough in there for sure. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I actually have a recipe that can kind of go along with that. Uh, my recipe didn't come from the brewers, whatever. The uh, brewers, whatever. <laughs> the brewers, whatever. The brewers guys. association. <laughs> brewers association. Uh, I just found a gravy recipe, and then okay. I and then I tweaked it. Oh, all right. Uh, I tweaked it a little bit because there's something I noticed that's coming around this year. There are uh, Popeye's chicken, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which I'm a fan of. You have my attention. Uh, Popeye's chicken is selling turkeys. Really? Cajun, what? Cajun style turkeys? No, they're not. Yes, they are. This is propaganda. This is not propaganda. Spread by the not Russian fake government. News. <laughs> not fake news, Dennis. Real, real, real news. Huh. The, they're they're pre cooked and then flash frozen, oh. so it so it doesn't take as long to reheat. Them. Oh, yeah. okay. And they're smothered in all that good Louisiana spice. Stop it. <laughs> quit talking dirty. <laughs> uh, they're usually like nine to thirteen pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, you want to know how much? Yes. Forty Ten. forty dollars. Okay. Yeah. For for a pre cooked bird. For a pre cooked thirteen pound bird. Yeah. Yeah. 
You yeah. get like four hours back into right, exactly. your schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to come up with something for that. I came up with a gravy that also includes a craft beer, but it's going to be kind of a Cajun style gravy as well with some of the spices. So what you're going to do is you're going to take kind of a regular gravy recipe, three tablespoons of butter, three tablespoons of all flour, melt down your butter, stir in your flour. That's how you get a roux. Yes. Mm. Start your roux. Roux I will do. Start a roux. Then add in a cup of the turkey pan drippings. You know what the drippings is. Oh, yeah. The the good stuff. That's the fat. That's the goodness. Yeah. That's where the flavor is. That's what gets you through winter. Baby boy, that's the goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Baby boy. (laughs) And then you add in one and a half cups of chicken broth. And then add in a half cup of a smoked porter or marzen. Okay. You want to get a smoked beer in there, though. Mm -hmm. I have a couple suggestions, and I'll get to those at the end. Uh, You want to just grind in some black pepper, teaspoon of thyme, teaspoon of paprika, teaspoon of cayenne, teaspoon of white pepper. Okay. Hmm. Put all that in to your gravy as you stir it down. Just reduce that down until you got gravy goodness. How much of that smoked beer do you think? Uh, Half cup. You said half cup? Yeah, half cup of smoked beer. That means you have to take the rest out of the bottle. Right. Nice. Yeah, that's only four ounces, so that's two-thirds of a bottle left. <laughs> Not 11 and a divide by two. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the original recipe called for two cups of broth, so I just took a half cup out of the broth, nice. put it in beer. Hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I like it. So a couple suggestions for the beer. Uh, one of my favorites and is probably what I would use if I did it, but the, uh, the Roush beer from the Echt... Schlenkerla. <laughs> it's the really, really hard to pronounce import. Oh, yeah. We had that on one of the shows, didn't we? No. No. We talked about it, though. We have. <sighs> yeah. We talked about it, and it's at Market District right then now. Then you guys uh, use such great adjectives. I thought I'd drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just talked about it a lot because uh, it's one of my favorite smoke beers, if not my favorite smoke beer. Because that's that brewery that's in a part of Germany that specifically, they specialize in smoke beers, right? Right, right. right. Okay, yeah. yeah this yeah, conversation we, has happened. We were actually talking about it uh, when we were at Spoonwood because ah, Steve the Brewer. Oats. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the smoking oats, and them. Steve also loves that beer as mm-hmm. well. Two other suggestions I have. The Smoked Yeti by Great Divide. So that's a stout. That could work. Yeah. Or the Belfast Black Ale by Lavery. And that's a smoked Ooh, black ale. Okay. Mm. I, they're all just different suggestions. I had another one, and it's the only smoked IPA I ever had. Ugh. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. <laughs> I actually loved all. I love. I have never had a smoked beer I didn't like. Right. So I, I've only had one smoked IPA in my life, and it was from Oscar Blues. Mm-hmm. So they kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. It came out really good, but I only ever had it at Beer Fest down at the David L. Lawrence Convention Uh-oh. Center because oh. it was something they made Oof. just for that. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. They never distributed any huh. kind of bottles or cans, I don't think. Hopefully you drank your fill. I did. I had enough. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's my that's my turkey gravy to go along with the Popeyes oh. Louisiana. Okay, we could turkey. put some of that on this white rascal turkey stuffing. I would do it. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. double up on that. You can literally have a flight in your dinner. Yes. Wow. I yes. like it. That's that's the goal everybody should be achieving. <laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure on the Brewers Association, everything they have listed is probably enough for a full meal. Oh yeah, and for so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we can try to. We yes. can add. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Adam, I'm just drinking. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching the Lions uh, <laughs> get actually absolutely waxed 
versus whoever they're playing. I don't care. Lions are terrible this year. Green Bay? Ah, Maybe. You're know. talking about future Adam. Yes. <laughs> I was yes. like, you're not watching anything right now. No. Are you having one of your episodes? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you people? Why are you in my living room? <laughs> Go back to the murder garage. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Dennis, time is a flat circle for him. So he is both here and in the future watching the Lions right now. Right. <laughs> Oh. And apparently your your recipe is drinking. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's a bit of a tradition for me is to have at least a beer uh, that has lasted one year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. It has been confirmed. He's having an episode. <laughs> I like that. Having an episode. <laughs> Aw, Adam. Oh, Adam. Bless your heart. <laughs> but... Uh, we are having a specific beer. Okay. Uh, we are having the CBS. Oh. By so, Founders. So you're, you're finally going to crack your... <laughs> no. Uh, it's this year's version. Oh, you have this year's version? For sake of the show, yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you have last year's version? He has last year's version. Sorry, I, thought, I thought he was finally going to crack it open. <laughs> oh, you better call me when you do. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for some reason, uh, Founders decided to redo the CBS for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, it's a, a six to eight year window between whenever they do it. Right. But I don't know if they had excess or they wanted to retry something or they're trying to do it every year now. I don't know what. But CBS was re- re-released. Uh, so now it is time to enjoy that over Thanksgiving. The 2018 edition rather than the 2017 edition. I mean, you could do a vertical if you're that kind of person. I'm not that kind of person. All right. Whatever. You could also boof it up your We butt. were just looking for a good night. <laughs> It's true. Coriander. <laughs> also known as O-rings. <laughs> also known as bullshit. So it sounds like Adam's recipe is just he wants to get drunk and maybe fight with the family. I don't know. <laughs> nah, we're, we're on good good terms. Okay. Just remember the RAV4 was found on the property. <laughs> Nobody in my family drives a RAV4. <laughs> well, not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> oh, <ooh> boy. <laughs> well, it's two recipes and just one tip <laughs> you have to assume that one out of every three person at a family thanksgiving dinner is there is gonna be drunk yeah yeah i'm just deciding to take care of that role for you i i'm falling I, on that sword that, no that's totally fine and i get that like you said one out of every three when i was living alone it was one out of every one well yeah <laughs> That was my favorite thing, like getting yep. up on Thanksgiving and like I would start drinking probably like seven in the morning mm-hmm. and that's when I would start my prep on my turkey and yep. all my other stuff, you know, get my pierogi dough going yeah. and I'd just be drunk mm-hmm. lunchtime. Happens better ha- than that. Have something I can microwave for the lunch. Yeah. <laughs> get ready to get some of them drippings. That's right. And, and you then, are set up for the weekend. Yeah. Because on Friday, that's leftover sandwich weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Leftovers. Leftovers. And I know this is probably short notice for you guys out there, but I challenge each and every one of you, um, obviously not on Thanksgiving, you're probably going to be with your family, mm. but find some time to do a friend's Thanksgiving. A Friendsgiving? Uh, yeah, Friendsgiving. Yeah. It's been, this is going to be the third year we've done it, and it's just a good time. Take some of these recipes, make some cool meals out of beer, have, you know, some good tastings, you know, and just hang out and uh, appreciate, you know, the, the people that you have in your circle. Be excellent to each other. That's also a good chance to do the non-traditional uh, foods. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't have to 
bog yourself down to what grandma likes to eat mm-hmm. you can kind of go wild and yeah, all, experiment yeah i'll come in with a different dish mm-hmm. and that's a good way to come in with these craft beer yep. dishes that we described yeah <laughs> last year i just went ahead and just made some uh pulled pork which is nice. traditional for thanksgiving but i likes the pulled pork right <laughs> but you know what if i had pulled pork and stuffing i'd be really happy so Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, write that down yeah on some yeah. nice italian bread and that's italian bread put some some of that gravy in there Top it off with some sweet potatoes. You yeah. guys do this every time. Too much. You make me so hungry by the end. <laughs> I went too far with the sweet potatoes. No, bullshit. <laughs> well, to be fair, for lunch today, I actually had chipotle sweet potatoes, uh, which yeah. actually had pe- like whole chipotle peppers in there. It was this really? crazy smoked sweet potato. Huh. It was delicious. That sounds good. Hmm. Damn. Hmm. All right. Well, I think we're all squared away for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Agreed. So... Yes. Are we ready to reveal the theme to this episode? Yes. We reviewed the Distill Flanders Red, mm-hmm. the Jolly Pumpkin Calabaza Blanca White Ale, and the Decadent Blueberry Creamsicle. Yes. It's red, white, and blue Ooh. for Veterans Day. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah. We buddy. did good. We did. We did good. That's and what I we learned today these... on the Magic School Bus. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we learned today. I hope we all had a fun time. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts on the blueberry decadent? I'd Fun like time? it. Yeah. I'd drink it. I I think one pint would probably be enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're having a few beers and you put that right smack in the middle of maybe something that has, you know, a lot of IBUs, if you're a hophead, I think that would cleanse your palate very well. Yeah, this, this beer is definitely a showboat. It's a showboater. Mm-hmm. You know, this is... This is NBA Jam stuff. This is the dunk contest. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's on fire. Right, exactly. And it, yeah, it's a fine beer, but you're not going to be drinking a six-pack of it. Oh, no nah, way. No, it's not an every time, mm. every day. You get a sugar rush, you end up taking a nap. Trust me, I've been there. Right. Uh, it's it's a fine beer for what it is, but eh, it, it, it does not have longevity. Uh, you know, I like it, and I'll just agree with you guys. It, like, it just doesn't have the same kind of longevity that I, I don't want to drink a whole bunch of these. Mm-hmm. Could have used more blueberry flavor, and the other thing is I'm kind of annoyed that I got kind of the end of the can, and there's a lot of fucking yeast shit at the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. That's, that's gross. Filter it. F- just filter it. Come on. That stuff's good for you. It's filled with, that's why actually where the most of the minerals and vitamins are. Yeah, it gives me gas. <laughs> all right, that's also fair. <laughs> gives me gas. Steve's like, you know what? I'll just say it. <laughs> gives me gas. I get the farts. <laughs> all right. Well, how do we want to do the podium tonight? Would Adam like to go? I'll go Would first. It? I don't okay. mind. Okay. For me, I'm going to put the decadent blueberry creamsicle in the bronze metal position. Uh, and mostly because... It is the hoppiest of the three. And to me, hops and blueberries don't necessarily mix. Like, I get what they're going for, but it just didn't didn't jam on me. And if I'm looking at beers that I'm going to enjoy more and more and more, this is the least likely to be enjoyed more than once. So that goes in the bronze metal position. It's fine. It, it's a fine beer for, for a one-and-done uh, you know, like I said earlier, if you want to showboat a little bit, yeah, grab this beer. Uh, but I don't think it has any longevity. In the silver metal position, I am actually going to put the Calabaza Blanca from Jolly Pumpkin. Uh, a fine beer, a fine beer. Uh, a much easier drinker than the Decadent. Uh, it, it's a good beer. I like the white ale. 
Uh, I like the fact that it had some barrel-aged uh, goodness to it. It was a fine beer, but it was, that was just it. It was silver metal position. To me, that puts the distill, the wild, soury Flanders red in the gold metal position. I really like that beer. I really like the sours. I like the taste. I like the cherry flavor of it. I just thought that was the best of the best. Now, if I had those three lined up in front of me, I know which one I'd be grabbing. And the other thing is I can drink more than one of those. I know that Dennis and Steve can't, and that's fine by me. Uh, (laughs) If they don't drink it, that's right. That just means it's more for me. So, yeah, that goes in the gold medal position. Steel's biggest customer is Adam. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Rivertown went bankrupt. Uh, well, that'll well, bought, bought out. That's bought true. out. Helltown. Bought out. You'll still, you'll still be able to get your holakaliki. And I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. Steve, what are your thoughts? So, I am definitely differing from you on this one <laughs> because I'm going to put that Steel in the bronze. Okay. I don't like sours. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, I, I, I just couldn't drink more than like one of those. And, like, even that one, you would kind of have to force me, and I'd be making, you know, dog tongue yuck face the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even if it was brewed well for the style, it's the style is just not for me. Silver, I'm going to give to the decadent blueberry creamsicle. Uh, I like it. I still think the orange is my favorite flavor of these of this creamsicle series. I had the strawberry. That one is a little too, I don't know, sour and bitter. It, like the, the strawberry one isn't balanced really well. The blueberry one could use more blueberry flavor. The orange one just seems to be the most perfectly balanced and achieves the creamsicle nature. This one's good, but eh, like everybody else said, you just get tired drinking it. <laughs> so that means the Calabaza Blanca I'm going to put in gold. Super refreshing, really smooth as a drinker. The fact that it's only 4.8% means that you could crush a whole bunch of these. If you're at, like, a swanky dinner party. And that's the other thing is I think it's classy. <laughs> it is a classy beer. I think it's classy. It, of the three, it definitely has the most classy packaging. Of the three, it has the most classy packaging, but I still think it needs, like, a wire cork and, <laughs> and a little bit of gold trim <laughs> around Steve the label. standards. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're, you know, hobnobbing with the snobs of, you know, the high society, you really got to, you know, turn it up a notch. Mm-hmm. This one still reads as beer. It needs, you know, one of those bigger bottles with the wire. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's just a really good white ale, though, overall. You you get a little bit of that tartness from the orange peel and, you know, the funk from it being, you know, brewed in the Belgium style. Uh, yeah, really good beer. I like it. Would drink it again. Dennis. All righty. So this episode's definitely fun because all of our opinions are going to be slightly different, but I do share Steve's sentiments around the distilled wild sour. So that's going to be in my bronze category. Not a big sour fan unless it's paired with. I think that will go great if it was made with ghost peppers, a different adjunct uh, added to it to kind of balance out the sourness. Um, my silver position is going to go to the Calabaza Blanca from Jolly Pumpkin Ales. Um, really refreshing. Like Steve said, you can have multiple of those. It's going to be really good after, you know, cutting the grass outside. Really tasty, slightly tart, delicious. My gold is actually going to go to the Decadent Ales Blueberry Cream Ale mm. or Creamsicle. Not because, you know, it absolutely rocked my socks off, but functionality. So if I'm out 
having some, you know, IPAs, maybe some barrel aged uh, stouts. I think the function of being able to have a pint of that is going to cleanse my palate, give me a little sweetness I do not traditionally get in my normal beer styles. So I might actually pick up a six pack of that at home if I have some, you know, friends over, some uh, family members, like Steve said as well. That would also be one that, you know, you pull out and uh, kind of wow them, give them a little something that's different because it's it kind of goes down the unbeaten path. But I do agree, a little bit more blueberry would have been perfect, uh, but it was good. Good enough for me. Gold that, medal. That's a good point you just brought up. Just now thinking about it, that blueberry creamsicle is a good transition mm-hmm. from IPAs, like regular IPAs or even Hazy Boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good transition to go from that to the blueberry creamsicle, and then you can get into the really dark. Yep, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, sludge stouts. Yeah. <laughs> kind of walks you through it because you still maintain some of that hot bitterness. Right. And that's what really, you know, showed me that no matter, it was a little bit sweeter than what I liked, but the mosaic hops shine through the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Dennis, why don't you tell people where you're going to be uh, this weekend? I'm going to be down in uh, for Veterans Day. We partnered with a, uh, a couple of veteran organizations, VLP, um, as well as Homes for Heroes. So it's a real estate agency. Well, it's a program that local real estate agencies take advantage of to help pay some of the closing costs and things like that if you've served in the military. Um, we're going to be down at Viltka, which is Russian for fork. Uh, It's a restaurant down in the South Hills, Bethel Park specifically, of Pittsburgh. We're going to have our setup, you know, sampling some beer-infused hot sauces, some beer and bourbon jellies, as well as showcasing uh, First Sip Brew Box, some of our brew boxes and everything. Uh, That restaurant, definitely support them if you're local here or passing through the area. Um, They're actually donating 50% of all money made that day back to different veteran organizations, which is absolutely huge. And they're doing it on veterans. Veterans Day. Most restaurants, and if you own a restaurant, you're listening to this, you know you're guilty of it. Most <laughs> restaurants are donating to different uh, charities, typically have those uh, events during the week when they're slower, not as much traffic, which I get it. It's a business decision. But hats off to Vilka for doing it on a the actual holiday and on one of the busier days of the week. So I'm definitely really proud of them and proud to be part of this event. Awesome. It sounds like you're going to have a good time down there. Oh, and for sure. Anybody who's listening, if you're listening on Friday, as you should, right, <laughs> then go on down and check it out. Absolutely. And Veterans Day is this Sunday. 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 Yes. Sunday. 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 You only need the edge. <laughs> Kids seats are just five bucks. <laughs> All right. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then just search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than holding Brendan Dassey in (laughs) jail for life imprisonment. Yeah. For wanting to watch wrestling. (laughs) Just want to watch wrestling. (laughs) Eh, We'll get you some tapes. (laughs) So, that's all we kind of got for the show. Yeah. You can check out some of the links and recipes and everything on hopnationusa.com mm-hmm. I'll, I'll post my turkey recipe we'll post links to the brewers association re- recipes 
And you can just have one for me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll actually be back next week. Yes. And we'll be doing, and I'll I'll tease it, we're going to do a full episode of Sours. Yeah. Sounds like that buddy. time for me. It's my early Christmas gift to Adam. Can't uh, I, wait. I, I allowed an entire episode of Sours. Can't wait. <laughs> I'd rather have given him a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'll take both. I'm napping. <laughs> but yes, we'll be back with an entire Sours episode, and then it'll be Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> but still, yes. if you're having a Friendsgiving before then, have a Which safe Friendsgiving. Yes. Yeah. Be a lot of fun taking Uber or doing it in a centralized location where it's easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Be smart about it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I got. Everybody else? Good. 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 The only thing I got to set out there is uh, each beer won. We had a red, a white, and a blue in yes. first place. Yeah. Where they belong. Yeah. They all won. Everybody wins this week. Now we wipe to a screaming eagle. <laughs> Flashlight. Screaming eagle. Flag. Monster truck. Rock flag eagle. Route. <laughs> <laughs>